What's good, good people? Hey, what's happening? This is Lavelle Powell, your host of the Keynote Cafe. Welcome, welcome everybody. So glad to have you here as usual. Uh, thank you for tuning into this week's show. On this week's episode, we will be interviewing the talented and grand artist, Daryl F. Walker. Hey, how about that? Daryl Walker today, man. Daryl Walker is a phenomenal artist and one heck of a saxophone player. He's one of, one of the best I've heard in a long time. The man has such powerful vocals, such a wonderful range, uh, vocal range, and he, he's, he's just hot right now, man. He has uh, two top five hits, one of which is number one and has been number one for the past 12, 13 weeks. That song is You Send Me, uh, a, a cover of that song, You Send Me. Um, a great track, wonderful track, very powerful. Um, and then also right behind that track at number two, he has a, a Christmas hit, uh, his version of Mary Did You Know, that is another very powerfully done, very well-performed song. A great track, man, and it's very heartfelt. Um, this guy is a wonderful artist. And I had tremendous fun speaking to him. We had so much fun, uh, some, some good laughs, but some very important information was shared by that brother that you guys and everyone, including myself, will benefit from for, uh, uh, for all of our lives, right? Um, a lot of the information was specific to music, but a lot of the advice not only um, applies to music, but into in life in general, right? So I think that, this interview uh, in particular is, is probably uh, uh, is, is, is filled full of very important uh, information, just like all the other, uh, the other episodes as well. Uh, last week, uh, we interviewed uh, the incomparable Brian Culberson. He also had some very good advice uh, in addition to sharing information about his career. Um, that, 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 is, that advice, of course, being geared toward um, helping up-and-coming artists uh, ensure that they present themselves in the best possible way uh, and just sort of just uh, making it known that you can do a lot of things on your own. Technology has a lot of stuff at your fingertips that will allow you to uh, make yourself the best version of you that you can make, right? Um, so uh, that was another great interview, but today's interview with Daryl Walker was phenomenal, right? And I can't wait for you guys to tune into that. Um, so what we're going to do we're going to stop. We're going to jump right off with uh, You Send Me, his number one, his, his global number one track, right? You Send Me. We're going to enjoy that. And then right after that, we're going to jump straight into this interview with the talented Daryl Walker. Okay, guys, stay tuned. Until I 
with the likes of you. Oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about it, talk about it, baby. Darling, you send me. Darling, Send me, darling, you send me, honest you do, ooh, ooh. honey, you thrill me, baby, Thrill me, darling, you thrill me, honest you do, honest you do, girl. At first, I thought it was infatuation. It's lasted so long Now I find myself wanting To marry you And take you home Whoa, whoa, whoa You Send me Baby you do send me I know that You Send me Honest you do Honest you do Come on Doug But ooh, it's gone and lasted so long, so long. And now I find myself wanting, wanting to marry you and take you. Send me, darling. Yeah, you, 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 do, 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 Send me, <laughs> darling. You send me, baby. Honest, you do.
very much. Doug Jackson on the guitar. <laughs> yeah, Daryl, man, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show, brother. Um, this is an honor for me, man. My pleasure, too. <laughs> so I'm glad everything is good, man. Uh, again, man, you, you are definitely uh, a hot commodity right now, brother. So, um, uh, and, I, and I know that uh, that's that, that does something for you to see the uh, the response, you know, that it you have. It, you know? it really does, man. It's, it's um, as I always say, you know, when it, whether it's an interview or just a discussion with somebody, my reasons for being a musician are spiritual in nature because I've always had this ability. As a kid, I took it for granted, you know, because kids don't necessarily think like adults. And um, it wasn't until I started becoming an adult that I realized that what I thought was this common thing wasn't so common. Yeah. So I just started putting a lot more time and energy into it and, you know, fast forward through life and, and, you know, a career in aerospace and simultaneous music career and trying to yeah. juggle all that. 
when I was able to just make the jump into music, it was the best decision I ever made because it took me back to where it all began as a little kid. Yeah. I remember the discipline that I didn't even realize that I was applying towards all this. It was just something I loved so much that right, it exactly. kept me glued to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the love for it is what, I guess, to other people look like discipline and hard work and all that other stuff. But it was just the love for it. And it mm-hmm. still is today. You know, every time I go into a studio session or a live setting to do a, a concert, whether it's in front of 10 people or 10,000 people, regardless, I get the same joy out of doing yeah. what I do especially when I can see how it affects the people that are listening. Yeah, man. I you know that that's, that's the thing when, when you have a, um, a deep rooted passion for what you do. Um, it's like, you can't help it. You, you can't help. And even if you were to try to uh, convince yourself that, yeah, I don't think I want to do this. You know, that, that, <laughs> is, that you just fool yourself, man. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like your DNA. It's like saying, yeah, you know what? I don't need to breathe. I don't need to breathe right now. You know, no. Yeah, I don't need this air. <laughs> let's, let's just take a break for two days from breathing. You know what I'm saying? You know, see how that works. See how that works out for you. Huh? You can't do it. You know, so it, music is in you, man. It's like it's something that you just you just gotta you gotta deal with it, man. And it's one of the it's a pleasure to deal with something like that. You know? Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's why you know I don't understand how. Some people wind up addicted to drugs and alcohol and this yeah. thing and that thing. When it's all about telling the story and honoring the, the music and doing it for the love of it, then you don't have time for all of that. You yeah, man. You don't. That, that's where you get your high from. You know, it's like you, you're getting a high. And, and it's, you know, for me, and I'm sure for you as well, it's a, a bigger high than anything else that, that you can, you know, outside of uh, uh, God, you know. You yeah, know yeah. You, yeah. You can't get anything. Definitely. Yeah, you know, for for someone who's a, an artist, you know that that's it, man. That's the high right there, you know. So you know, touch, uh-huh. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying touching on that. Um, um, what, what you're saying now, you know, I, I was wondering, you know, like as an artist, you know, is, is there something that you that you look for when you consider like a, a song? Like, is there is there something that inspires you the most uh, as a, a artist and songwriter? You know, well, if it comes to doing an already written composition, just as long as the tune is is quality, you know what I mean? It has has really great chord structure and and, and depth, and uh, the lyrical content, you know, is something that's not obscure that that can okay. be easily perform. Number one, but then also by the listener, you know, from a listener's perspective, it's easily recall remembered so that when they're somewhere else they're humming along and they're doing whatever and they remember the melody mm-hmm. that's really what i strive for when i'm trying to do something you know if it's something i'm writing um i i can't i'm not one of those guys that can just sit down and just churn out just volumes of stuff just so yeah. for the sake of doing stuff i just can't you know it has yeah. to be inspired so whenever i write something there's a reason for it something touched me and something uh touched me so deeply that i need to express it in that way so mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much what you hear when I'm singing the song or when I've written the song or performing it. That's what's coming through is the initial impetus to do that. Yeah. Based on the feelings, you know what I mean? Right. Exactly, man. And you know, you you mentioned about um uh you know since you were a kid, as I'm sure with a lot of uh, um creators, you know, uh, that's kind of where that inspiration hit. You know, so I didn't know if there was something. Um, was there a, a a particular moment or an instance, you know, uh, something that, that told you at that point, you know what, 
this is this is what I'm meant to do. You know, it's funny. Uh, indeed, it was when I was two years old, and of course, I don't remember back that far. But according to my family, I would stand in front of the TV set, whether it was the Ed Sullivan Show, you know, because yeah. he's featured live entertainment all the time, uh-huh. or whether it was listening to the, the classic jazz station in LA that no longer exists, but was known as uh, KKGO. They would play all these really amazing jazz songs. And, you know, according to my mom, uh, the song by, um, oh, goodness, who wrote that? Burt Bacharach, Alfie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that song and Sophisticated Lady by Duke Ellington. Those are two songs my mother said that as a two-year-old, I would sing. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's kind of interesting, man, you know, because, you know, I, I, you hear, you hear, um, <laughs> you hear, you hear, uh, about songs that you might have that may have uh, struck a chord with you that you sing, but you know, not you don't typically hear that type of song. You no, know? so I mean that that's just a testament, man. To yeah, I, I'm sure. So w- 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 was that the thing that kind of uh, I guess for you that right there was the beginning of all of this. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. That's cool, man. I had a grandmother that played piano and sang on holiday occasions. We were all together, you know. My mom was an incredible vocal. Oh, my God. She had an angelic voice. Okay. Um, she was a low soprano, high alto. But she she even uh, did one. She did one recording right before I was born. She did one. Uh, I can't remember the title of it, but she didn't want to continue in that industry. She said, I'd rather just raise my kids and, yeah. and work hard. You know, I, I don't want this life. So she never pursued it. But, um, oh, Phil Spector was part of that project Okay, back then. But she just didn't want to do it. So I have to say that it was, it was just exposure to music throughout the family. You know, you know yeah. my grandmother, my grandfather, my mother, my, my uncles, all of them, you know, even though they weren't musicians or had a musical uh, mm-hmm. bone in their bodies, you know, yeah. they, they, they just exposed me to it. And it just grew and grew and grew. And that that's that's interesting, man. Because you know, there's there's always uh, in a lot of cases of uh, an artist as a youngster being inspired to do music. It's either uh, their siblings or someone they're close to either uh, sings uh, mm-hmm. or or uh, they they're just a, a, a music lover and they always play music and of, of different types in the house and and you grew up hearing that and it's just like you know what well, hey this is what I love I, I love this you know you know for me I had a um uh, my my uh, my sisters and brothers they had a uh, gospel band years oh. ago yeah called the, the Crowns of Glory and they would um, uh, they performed up and down the East Coast performing different uh, cover songs and stuff. And that was like uh, one of my biggest inspiration to to learn how to play an instrument because of them, you know, just watching them play and sing and, and just the, the power behind their performances, man, you know, and and, and that, that also brings me to the, the next question I have, you know, when I lo- when I look at footage, uh, I've had an opportunity to see some footage of you performing and, mm. and you are, you're, you, you are, are very good very very good at connecting with with your audience you know uh and i I can see like that that um the vibe and that 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 that, uh very strong sort of a connection that you have with them right and i I was just wondering if you what what would you say um about you that enables you to do that you know so so seamlessly right like with such ease you know 
that connection? You know, it's interesting because <clears throat> it wasn't until I started performing professionally that I actually felt what it was like to actually receive okay. feedback in that way. Yeah. You know, I'm used to people saying this or that, you know, but, but, but feeling that connection when you're actually performing a song, um, what, what drives me to do it or what innately in me allows that to take place is I remove myself from the equation. Okay. And, and there's a couple of reasons why I do that. Number one is because it should be about the song and about the message in the song. So whether it's a exactly. love song, uh, whether it's an inspirational song or a religious song, whatever it is, you should be in that mode of telling a story. You should mm -hmm. be trying to connect that way and not, not arbitrarily connecting to people. Just, just do it with all of your soul. If you, if you sing from your soul and you're bearing yourself and making yourself completely vulnerable in that moment, yeah. The connection will take place because once when once you make the connection with someone's ear, mm -hmm. it will translate and get in the brain, and then they'll start to feel it in other places. Because yeah, that's just as humans, that's one of the things you know. They say music soothes the savage beast. Well, yeah, there's a reason why it connects to yeah. certain parts of your brain mm -hmm. that that give off different chemical responses and. and it's just so important to be about the song and about the performance and, and remove yourself. Don't even make it about you right. because, you know, that's just ego. But when yeah. you do it purely from the, the standpoint of just coming out of your soul, you can't miss. You never, you will never, even if the song sucks, yeah. if you're doing your best performance from your soul, people will be touched by it. They'll remember that. They'll remember that, man. And, and you're right, man, that music is powerful, man. And, and I think that's why so many people uh, it, it serves as an outlet for so many people. I mean, you know, people who will have those days where they're stressed or what have you, you know, uh, music is, is uh, that, that, that venue, man, that they use to, to um, release that stuff, man, you know, uh, and, and when you're able to, as an artist, connect with them, uh, that just, that just adds even more to, to, to that, that, that impact on them because, you know, you, there's there's something that in in your storytelling as an artist that mm -hmm. connects to them at, uh maybe to whatever they've been going through or maybe they just want to hear some nice music to, to end the week or what have you you know that it just it's just the, the connection is so deeply rooted right so it just penetrates so down into them you know and and that that's what uh, one of the things that I, I, I picked up about your performances, man. So I, I think that's great, man. And that, that, that whole way of looking at things is, is you're exactly right. It shouldn't be about an ego or anything like that. You, you just, you just do your passion. You do what you love, focus on that and, and just make it about why you're doing this. You're doing this because you love it and you want other people to feel the way you feel about it, you know, mm -hmm. and you just do it that way, man. Uh, and so that, that's awesome, man. So, you know, um, that that's like uh, that's a very powerful thing you just said, man. I, I don't know if a lot of people really understand that, even as an artist, you know. I don't know if everybody understands that. A lot don't, and you know how I know they don't is when I when I see another artist doing a show, and it's apparent to me that they're playing for themselves. They're yeah. doing they're, they're taking it from a selfish point of view. Yeah, and that's bad because you're ignoring the people who gave up their time and resources to be there for you, number one. Exactly. And number two, you're missing the mark by by not delivering that pure thing that comes from the soul. It's just, I'm, I'm going to give this gift and I yeah. want to see, you know, I want to touch other people because I like sharing it. You know, I love it so much that I want to share that love with everyone else. 
you know, and, and it happens that way. I'm telling you time after time, all these years of performing, I experience it every single time I go on stage, I get that feedback that that invisible spiritual thing happens between the performance and the people listening in the room, you yeah. know, and, and one time they made me break down and I was at Yoshi's in Oakland and I sang, uh, what was it? Um, I think it was uh, Al Green cover, you know, uh, let's stay together as part of oh, the yeah. soul oh, uh, yeah. project. And that particular night I was really spiritually aware and I just put everything I had into that song. I mean, literally yeah. sweating when I was done and I broke down in tears because they all got on their feet. The whole room stood up. Wow, man. Standing ovation. And that, to me, is the, the, the most incredible example of appreciation that you can receive as an artist. Yeah. When a full room of people was so engrossed in what you were doing that they yeah. felt the need to stand up and appreciate you like that. That is a very humbling thing. It is. That, that, that's what it's all about, man. You know, as you said, you know, you're, you're sharing your gift with others, you know, yeah. and to see them receive it, to see them receive it and, and find and, and see uh, the, 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 the importance of it and the passion that you have for it yourself is, is just such a gratifying thing, man. It's, it's such a fulfilling thing that to, to see people react to something you're pouring your heart and soul into. And it, that's what it's all about, man. That that's, that's much better than, I don't know, man. I think, I think uh, that that's, that's, even like more than the money, you know what I'm saying? For me, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, you know, I mean, yeah, you want the money, but I'm just saying more than the money, man, to, to, it just does something for you to know that what you're doing is appreciated because you're doing it from your heart. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, you're doing it from your heart and from your soul. So exactly. when, when, when that is, 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 when you get a response for that, you know, it just, just does, it just does wonders for you, man. That's it right there. You know, <laughs> That's it. It's that simple. You know, it's not about me trying to be the baddest this, the baddest that, most talented this, most talented that. That's all superficial crap, you know. I mean, thank yeah. you for whoever says that. But the, the truth of it is just be vulnerable, go out on that stage, and give an authentic 100% effort at bearing your soul. That, That's right. If an artist does that right there, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, they can't miss. They will never worry about being appreciated by their audience or being successful at doing it. It, it, it just, as long as you follow that simple thing, yeah. you, can, you can have that. And it comes natural. It, it actually, it actually comes natural for someone who, who has that deep passion for it. So it's just a natural thing. It, like every performance, that's what you're going to do automatically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, right. it's, just, it's like, you can't help but do it that way because no. you know, the same no. amount of effort you put into creating the work, that's the same amount of effort you're going to put into expressing it, you know? That's right. So you're the right, passion man. to create, the passion to share and express. Because you don't, you know, you don't walk out there, you know, with this thought in your mind, I'm going to touch those people. I'm going right. to this one. It's not like that. It's not right. arbitrary. It just happens naturally. It exactly. is an organic thing that happens as long as the artist is open and yeah. vulnerable and the audience is open and ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and also on, on, along with your performances, right. I, I, I regard you as a, a phenomenal sax player, right. You, you oh. like, you, <laughs> you bad brother, you bad man. Oh, you thank know? you. Man. And, and uh, you also have uh, a, a, that incredible 
that incredible vocal power and control. And I, you know, when you, when I hear you saying stuff, it's just it's it's like your the way you the way you do your voice your, your voice, man. It's like it's just it's very powerful, man. And it, and it, oh, it, it exhibits so much control, man. And 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 you already kind of um, touched on it, you know. Uh, but um, for the purposes of those who, who listen to the show. Mm-hmm. How much how much time and work would you say you devote on a regular basis to uh stand on top of your game? Well, you know, it's funny, uh as much as I can, but there there are so many things get in the way, you know. Yeah. Um back when I was in aerospace for 23 years, that was like a 60 to 70 hour thing sometimes. And it would be real difficult to do shows and to rehearse and whatever. And I think that no artist can rehearse enough, you know, in terms yeah. of, of learning and expanding and all that. But these days with what we're faced with, you know, it's hard to make that time because you have to yeah. try to find ways to supplement what you lost when COVID hit. And yeah, but, but I think it's real important to put into time daily, whether it's dedicated as practice time or whether you're just right. in your house with the music on and you're singing along. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to, I try to listen to things that are, are, are really at the peak or beyond of what my ability level is so that I can analyze it and, and then try to emulate to a point to where I understand that way. And then if I need to go study with somebody, I'll do that. But lately, over the last few years, basically all I do is if I'm in the car, I will sing. As long as it's not a performance day, I will sing a little bit yeah. in the car. But I don't make a practice of that because it's not it's not good when you're trying to sing over road noise in the engine, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's it's too much work on your throat. But yeah. if I'm in the car and then something comes on and strikes me, oh wait, I need it. Yeah, let's let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> sing or at home, you know, I'll sit down and I'll be going through my song list on on uh, in iTunes or whatever, and I'll pick things that I may have bought or or had for a while that I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. And I'll just sit there and, and just sing along with that stuff. Uh, try to analyze it a little bit, not too much, but just because I want it to feel more than yeah. think, you know. But um, I do that. And as far as playing, um, I, I and this is a, a confession, I don't rehearse much with my saxophone, which I should. I should be on that thing every day. Uh-huh. I just, because of the way I live, it, it's not something that I, I, I'm drawn to do every day. Yeah, I don't want it to feel like drudgery. I want to pick it up and be excited about it. So I kind of, yeah. I space that a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, no, uh, there's no way that uh, anybody would would know that. <laughs> I mean, because because you're, you're, I guess it's just like a natural ability. That's what it comes down to. And some things you never forget. You know, some things you know uh, you you don't have to uh, practice daily. You know, it's just like a uh, it's a natural part of of, of what you do. You know. Um, it's just natural, you know, and, and, and I, I would say that that, in addition to your vocals, that that's another thing that's a natural man, because that, that's you, 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 uh, you, you deliver when it comes to that saxophone, man. Oh, thank you. Know, you know, yeah, it, it, I love it. It's just like the singing. I love it. And they both play off of one another. Um, yeah. some of my vocal, the way I phrase vocal lines when I'm singing a song, a lot of that has to do with playing the saxophone. You know, yeah. I, I, I visualize how it would sound coming out of the horn. Like, okay, you would use this scale or you would use mm-hmm. that. 
and I just do it, you know, um, and then vice versa. When I'm on my saxophone, I try to sound like a male vocalist. I don't right. want the horn to sound mechanical and, and stiff and, and exactly sterile. I don't want that. I want it to sound like, it was the best example of that I could really give is, is Kirk Whalem, one of my okay. heroes. Yeah. Kirk Whalem has this innate ability to make his saxophone sound like a singer. I mean, the, the phrasing and the breath and the, the way he attacks notes and how he plays around with altissimo notes and it comes back down into the regular yeah. rate, all that stuff, that's brilliance. And that's yeah. only because I would imagine he takes, he takes it from the standpoint of a singer. Yeah. And that, that is something else. When you can blend those two things, it's like, wow, a whole world opens up for you because you're not just thinking like one or the other. You, you're kind of connecting the dots and, and using both disciplines to, to assist the other thing. And, and for me, it works great, especially if I'm scatting yeah. for a jazz song. Yeah. I don't even have to think. I'm just up there on autopilot. To I was going to say, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's like uh, you, you, you approach your, your, your sax playing. From the, basically, that your voice, just like the saxophone, is just a tool being used uh, for your own way of expressing yourself. Right. Which is why well you know, it may not come out. The, the, the sax being played, it sounds so different than maybe how the typical person w- would play it. They would play it as mm-hmm. if it's a saxophone. You're right. playing it. You're playing it as, strictly as a mode of expressing the way that you express yourself, and and it works tremendously, man. That's what <clears> I want <throat> to do every time I play. And I know so many. I have some great dear friends. You know, people like Greg Vale, people like uh, uh, Michael Paulo, and and other other great horn players they're all out there and, and i interface with them but i appreciate what they do because they're technicians they like they yeah. get down deep to the john coltrane level sometimes yeah. you know or the mike michael brecker you know yeah. playing the complex stuff uh, this new friend of mine michael doyle you know from the east coast uh he's another one of those boppers like that and uh i appreciate all that but for me I don't like to think when I'm performing, whether I'm singing or yeah. playing the, ha- the saxophone. I don't want to be up there going through modes and, and scales and chord progression. Yeah. I don't want to think. I want it to flow yeah. so that comes off the way people are used to seeing it come off, like just natural. Because mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm the kind of person that if I'm up there thinking too much, I'm going to mess up, number one. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be focused on delivering the performance. I'm going to be focused on the sheet, or I'm going to be yeah. worried about the next bar or the next right. whatever. So I guess that just that just uh, falls in line with preparation, you know, just being yeah. prepared. Yeah, man. that You're right, man. Uh, and, and, you know, and as a result of that effort that you put forth, right, so so diligently, man, you you have a <laughs> number one song, Currently, globally, you send me, okay, and it's been number one for what the better part of what eleven weeks or so now. I, I mean, it's, it's twelve it's been now. Twelve. I mean, I mean, that's that's that's, that's, that's man, that, that's that's out of this world, man. You know, so I, congratulations, Thank definitely on order for that, man. Um, but I know, I know I've congratulated you several times on social media, but it, I, that's all right, that's, man. That's, that's phenomenal. That's that's phenomenal. So uh, I know you're very, uh, I'm sure uh, that has to do something for you uh, to know that your fans appreciate your hard work like that to respond uh, to that degree, to your song, to keep it uh, um, topping the charts like that, you know? 
I really appreciate it because they could do whatever they want. They could vote for anybody they want. They could listen yeah. or not listen. They could come to the show or not come to the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever someone sides with me in terms of they want to see what I'm doing, hear what I'm doing, or be there or whatever, that's something I always open up a show with as I say, thank you, everyone, for being here. I want to acknowledge you for spending your yeah. time and your resources to be here with us. Can't do it without you, so thank you. You know, I say that mm-hmm. because they need to hear that. You know, people people have a tend, you know, they tend to say, I've heard them say, oh, well, I, I went to this show and, and I didn't like it because the artist was like indifferent, you know, they didn't okay. care. They didn't want to sign autographs. They didn't interface with people. They just yeah. kind of hurried up and left when the show was over. They, uh, you can't do that. Yeah. You have to be an ambassador for your craft when you're exactly. out there in the public like that. And, and people are, are giving of the, the resources and time. You have to honor that in my book yeah. you need to, to be gracious. You know, of course mm-hmm. you don't run into those crazy idiots out there every now and then. Yeah. For the most part, people are just decent people that want to be entertained mm-hmm. and they want to be acknowledged for it too, because they know that they're getting off their money and their time to come over and see you and you know buy your products and get your autograph or whatever. Yeah. It's all just part of the whole equation. You know, it's another way of, of showing how appreciative you are of them, you know, uh, for you to take that extra time outside of the performance itself to devote to uh, signing autographs or or uh, saying thank you to somebody when they tell you how much they love your work or things like that. You know, yeah. that, that's that's just that's that's another big part of, of just an artist showing appreciation. Uh, so I agree with you, man. I think that I mean, you may not always have time to do all of that, but the fact that willingness to do it, you know, and, and the fact that time is put into it, how, however little or much you have, I'm sure the, those fans are, will be greatly appreciative of that, you know? They always are. You know, I, I, I'm very fortunate to have the kind of people listening that um, they, they come out on a regular basis, mm-hmm. wherever I am, and, and they, they're, they're dedicated to good music. It doesn't matter if it's me or another artist, but because I'm consistent in my delivery and appreciation, they do the same thing in return. And it's like, it's really cool yeah. situation. And um, as long as you don't take your eye off of that and you, you realize what's at stake, because you can't do this without them. You really mm-hmm. can't. If you're an artist and you're a performing artist, you, you really can't do it without them being in the seat. If you mm-hmm. can't get them to come out, guess what? You won't be asked back. <laughs> Right, that's right. <laughs> you better believe the it, man. Bottom line is, the bottom line is behinds in chairs. <laughs> right, you better believe that, man. That's what you want. That's what you want. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what would you say? What would you say? Uh, I mean, you're touching on a whole lot of things that that I wanted to ask, but I guess, um, what would you say uh, has led you to have such a great amount of success? At, uh, um, as an, ind- as an independent artist and performer, you know, I mean, cause you know, you have, uh, it, it's, I think it's, I'm, I'm very, I'm always inspired by independent artists who are able to carve their own path and, mm. and, 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 uh, uh, you know, kind of carve their own niche out of their efforts, you know? And I think that to me, that that's something that is, is, um, a wonderful thing to, to see, you know, I think that because, because you have, you know, with, with this, the way that industry is changing all the time, you know, it's just, you, you always have to be on your toes, you know, yeah. and it's, 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 it's when you don't have that huge record label backing, right. 
and you can do the and you can still carve out this great success as an independent artist that that's that's phenomenal man that, that that's something to 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 be that's something you should put in like a training book you know, right? you know because 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 you have so much stuff going on in the industry and you're always having to uh change and and you know and um think outside the box and think of new ways of staying relevant and stuff like that you know so i think that's a great thing so i i mean um, would you would you say that uh, what what would you say has led you to have that kind of success as an independent artist? Quite frankly, uh, you know, discovering the niche that you're talking about, you know, figuring out what it is you do well is yeah. probably the first thing, um, and and remaining dedicated to that, you know, to those strengths. But at the same time, looking for any opportunity to grow beyond that in different areas without diluting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the other thing would be to, to just appreciate the, the other people that help you along the way. Because in, in, in every instance of my musical career, whether it was when I was signed to Taboo Motown or A&M mm-hmm. or, or Mesa Blue Moon, any of those labels that I was associated with, mm-hmm. whether it was for one song or for a whole project, yeah, you, you just have to, in my book, you, you really need to appreciate those opportunities and learn as much as you can from each aspect, whether it's the people you're working with, yeah. the material you're dealing with, or whatever uh, other mechanisms are working beyond what it is you're there to do. It's good yeah. to try to take note of all those things. Yeah, that To me, that's the most important thing. And again, appreciation of the people you work with, because yeah. I couldn't have gotten anything accomplished without good friends, talented friends the people that i've always worked with in whatever band i was associated with uh to me are the biggest the biggest part of the equation because out of that you can't accomplish anything on your own really uh successfully unless you just have money to throw at things but yeah to me it's always been my peers whoever i'm working with you know i i learn from they learn from me i share they share we move along and and I guess for me, I've been fortunate because I do business in a way where I, I honor them. I try to get them paid immediately. Yeah. I try to offer them, you know, very competitive wages. Um, yeah. And and then do what you say you're going to do. There you you know go. I mean? When you call someone and say, man, I need you on the show. Are you available? You know, here's what it pays, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You've, you've already laid out the terms. So when it comes time, honor the terms. There you, you go. Know? Do what you mm-hmm. said you're going to do. And if you just do that and be consistent, the word gets around. Let me tell you, you have people knocking on your door. You're right. That's right. Because yeah. that, that's, that's another uh, um, very great quality that, you know, some areas of the industry have problem kind of, you know, <laughs> following, you know. So when you, when you find, you know, yeah, it might be a whole other conversation right there. But yeah. I mean, but, but to have somebody who, <laughs> to have somebody who, who 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 places that that the importance on that stuff? Yeah. You know, yeah, that that's like gold, man. You that that yeah, you will. They'll be beating your door down, uh, and and yeah, and you know, and and as you said before, man, nobody nobody has done it all by themselves. And you, no. you, there's always been somebody uh, in their corner, somebody that has helped them get from point A to point B, and mm-hmm. through the rest of that alphabet to that to the ultimate goal. That you're trying to get to, so when you have that that support base and and, and that that um, that the resources like that, 
that that's gold as well because you know that that's something else that you have to scrutinize uh, because not everybody's in your corner as, as much as you think they are. So when yep. you find the people who are, man, yeah, you want to hold on to them tight, man. And these that I have, you know, specifically the ones that I use on this Al Jarreau celebration that I've been doing for three years. Yeah, I, I saw this as an opportunity, you know, a long time ago, three years ago, to form an 11-piece band okay. of L.A.'s top call vocal people okay. and, and musicians. So those are people that I, I routinely worked with and had business dealings with for like at least 15 years oh, on good. average, you know, where we're doing corporate work, we're doing private work, we're doing session work together or whatever. Yeah. Um, those are the ones I called because I knew as soon as I uh, conceived everything and had it all mapped out, all I have to do is just give it to them. There yeah. were two rehearsals before the first show, just two. And we did a complete 90 minute show of, of Al Jarreau music, which you know is no, no meager undertaking. That's no. serious. No, no serious. small feat. <laughs> that guy there, man. Woo! Ooh, man, serious that guy. commitment. Yeah, and they showed up, they were ready. I mean, red D. Yeah. I didn't have to do, all I really had to do is, is you know, create um, intros and endings for yeah. the songs, you know, so that it wouldn't have too much of an album feel on the yeah. live you know stage but i wanted to have some nice intros and endings and as far as the girls the background singers i didn't have to do much with them either because they're consummate professionals all i did was yeah. just give them my feeling and, and my my vision on on the approach to the background yeah. vocals and then i stepped out of the way and they took care of the rest that was it there you go man i didn't have to teach any parts i didn't have to it was just a matter of, well, let's do this, let's do that, and boom, I'm out of your way. I'm going to go over here and deal with the guys. And we're gonna... Then we brought everyone together because we had two rooms. We had, they were in yeah. one room, we were in the other. Then we came together and ran the show down. I was like, wow, I'm liking this. Okay. That's cool. But it's because of the relationship. Yeah. These people, we are all friends. We are all uh, appreciative of each other's talent and, and, and gifts. So – it just came together the right way because of all the respect and all of the, the ability that was in the room. And then you said that for that many years that you guys have been acquainted with each other, you know, and have known each other yeah. that, you know, it's like you, 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 you get to the point where you kind of know, you just know yeah, exactly. you know, each other's expectations and you know, you just know what, what, what things uh, you all expect from each other. And, and that makes it easy. And that, that's a group you want to hold on to, man, because mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's hard to, 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 um, accumulate a team like that, you know, and, and I think that's great that, and that longevity just speaks to the respect that you all have for each other. And it brings, and it brings the material to a whole different level because there's a a natural love between each other that's there already. And then as you're doing the show, you're, you're really appreciating each other and, and enjoying having fun. Yeah. In this process of doing a show and it comes across and takes the show to a different level. It's not just some people standing there going through the motions. It's people mm-hmm. that are partying with each other, yeah. that are having fun because they're they're able to do this together and they're able to do it at the level that they're capable of doing it at. And it just, it's an amazing thing because uh, it was such a good show that uh, the first big one that the, the venue did a five camera shoot and then they rebroadcasted not, long ago about about a week ago okay they felt compelled to rebroadcast it because you know it was a live show and then 
with this COVID thing, they can't bring people to the venue. So they just reached yeah. out to their, their uh, audience and they offered the show again to them virtually. And cool. There it was. Wow, man. You success, man. That, that's awesome, man. I mean, you, you can't ask for more than that. That's a tremendous way of, of, of them uh, showing how, how powerful that performance was, you know, so that, that's great, man. Really appreciate it all because it, it took a lot of work to put that together, as you know. We're yeah. talking about some simple, you know, Mary Had Little Lamb. We're talking about Al Jarreau. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, uh, big shoes, man. I mean, you, you, you got to... You have to, you're going to have to put the work in it to do, do that some justice or, you know, it's not going to be a good reaction to that. One other guy, uh, uh, a friend, a new friend for me, but a really good friend now. We're, we're becoming really good friends. Christopher Walker. Do you know Chris Walker? Chris Walker. Uh, that Walker name? From Texas. It rings a bell. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Look him up because he was with Al Jarreau for 20 years as a, as a bass player oh, yeah. and okay. a musical director and vocalist as well. Yeah. He used to sing on some stuff. He had an amazing relationship with Al Jarreau and uh, he put out an incredible project not long ago uh, with, with Gerald Albright and all these great people on it. Um, it's called We're In This Love Together. It's a, okay. a great CD. Check that out. That okay, is, I'm going to do that. And he routinely posts video, you know, of him singing along with the actual tracks, you know, yeah. doing those songs. He and I talk every now and then, and and we're probably the only two people that I know of that are out there doing this, you know. Uh, it was in, once the first show was done, I realized, wow, okay, this is not something that everybody can do. So right. it was even that much more important for me to do it right and to yeah. do it well, because that music <laughs> yeah <laughs> which, which is which is probably why there's only a, a, a very small handful of people doing it you know yourself and, and chris walker you know yeah <laughs> and you talk about do you want to feel like you did something at the end of the day <laughs> yeah walk off the stage after a 90 minute <laughs> hey, oh. man. <laughs> you just want to sit down. <laughs> I know, man. That that that's those are huge shoes, man. Man, you know, to even remotely feel, man. There so, will never be another one of him. No, man. No, never, man. That guy, you know, he, he's one of my he's one of my all time faves, man. I I, I listen to his. I, I I don't know, man. I I just love his his vocal approach to, to his music is awesome in itself, but his vocal approach, the way he sung, man, his style was just he just. He put such a, he just put such a spin on the music, man. That that you just never oh, yeah. forget, never ever, you'll never forget it, man. It was always an instrumental approach. Yeah, you know, that even guy, from man. Vocals, just, yeah, he would be percussive. Yep. He would be, you know, uh, singing jazz lines. He'd be scatting. Yeah. He'd be R and B style in there. He'd be, man. He'd be everything soul. He was just, <laughs> it wasn't anything he couldn't do. I'm telling yeah, you. That guy, man, that guy's like, you talk about tremendous talent. That was it right there, man. You're, you're, um, you have another song, which is number, uh, number two mm. currently, uh, uh, and it's the cover of, uh, Mary Did You Know. Oh, um, I love that. And, uh, you know, um, so was there something about that song that, that inspired you to, 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 to pick that one to do or? Yes, it, uh, you know, I was putting together at that time a, uh, a Christmas 
a record, a Christmas project, you know, people kept asking me for holiday music at the shows. They would say, do you have a holiday project? No, I don't. And after saying no, I don't three or four times, I said, okay, maybe I need to. So yeah, I went in and did that. And, and I was looking for material to put on there. I didn't want it to be the typical stuff that everyone's doing, that everyone, you know, because how many times can you hear that? <laughs> I know, yeah. You know, it just gets to a point where, okay, this is not inspiring. This is not, yeah. I've done it. But Mary, did you know, I was on, I was, where was I? Oh, I was on the freeway. I was driving to a show actually. And uh, CeeLo Green came on. He did that. Okay. And I heard him singing that song. And I went, wow, how, why do I not know of this song? This is, yeah. I can't even believe I've never heard this. And when I analyzed the lyrics, I went, oh, this has to be on the record because yeah. this is all about, this is all about Jesus. This is there all about go. The, mm-hmm. the whole reason we celebrate Christmas. The reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when I, I, I really got into that, and I said, okay, I, I really have to tell this story. I want to sing this song. Because yeah. Mary, did you know, you know, your baby boy would, would calm a storm with his hand, would, yeah. would give sight to a blind man, with mm-hmm. all these things in the lyrics are just so impactful and powerful to me that I just said, okay, I need to sing this song. That your baby boy will one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? And this child that you deliver. And your baby boy will give sight to a blind man. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss your little baby, Baby boy is Lord of all creation. 
salvation Then you know that your baby boy Will one day rule the nations Then you know that your baby boy Is heaven's perfect land And this sleeping child you're holding Is the great I I can't recall that many covers of that song. You know, there, well, it's not an easy song to sing. That's the yeah. truth. I'll tell you that yeah. right now because it gets to a point in the key that I did it in where I have to hit this high B. Yeah. That, that, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think I must have done six takes to hit that note because it's way up there. It felt, and, like, you know, a, felt like a 10-mile jog, huh? 10-mile sprint. <laughs> 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 oh, I feel was, you, man. It was work. It was work. Yeah. But, you know, the guys that, that did the work on the record, you know, Blake Aaron, an international jazz guitarist on the charts all over the place, Billboard, yeah. everywhere. It's a great um, track, man. Theo, Theo Coakley from the T Connection. Remember the band, oh, the okay. T Connection? Yeah. Yeah. Theo Coakley was playing keyboards on that song. Okay. On the, on the record, the whole record, in fact. Okay. Um, Raul Mesa, a bass player. He's also, it was his studio we used to record that. Okay. And uh, let's see, I also did a feature, the the, the main song, the um, title cut, uh, Christmas to Remember. That was with Rebecca Jade. Uh, she came in and sang that with me. But, but you know, just we just wanted to make a really nice project. Yeah. The Mary Did You Know had to be among those those songs because it was such a powerful tune when it I is. heard it. I just it said, is. okay. I have to do this. I have to. I have that to. song is very powerful, man. I love that song. I just heard. I just heard a version of that on the radio uh, with Dolly Parton. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard her. Yeah. Now, I don't yeah. know. I, I got to check. I don't know if it's a recent uh, cover or what, but but it, it's it's nice. I I love how she does it too, man. It, it's just it, the the melody of that song. You know, it's in a it's a haunting. I'm sorry about the yeah. sun. Sorry, you're good. come up behind me. But um, the it's a haunting melody. It really is, yeah. and, and it's it's. Nope, I can't escape that. <laughs> hey, no, what man? You, that's that glow, man. Artistic oh, glow man. you got. There you go. There we go. <laughs> man. So it, it just it has it kind of goes into a minor mode a little bit, but at the same time, it's it's not a depressing thing. It's just a poignant thing. To, yeah. To bring across. Yeah, lyrical content is just so deep. Yeah, it is. You know, the 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 blind will see, the deaf will deaf will hear. The man, just if you check those lyrics, it's just amazing what's being said in that song. And the end of it, where it says that sleeping baby that you're holding is the great I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Wow, and it's a, definitely a deep, a very uh, touching, impactful song that that uh, 
I love it, man. I, I that that's um uh, among my favorite uh, Christmas songs, and that actually sing about the reason for the season. See, you know, that's that, why I like yeah. it too. It's not all evil <laughs> bills and Santa Claus and all right, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that has nothing at all to do with. Yeah, yeah, man. And I, yeah, people, people get away from from the actual truth behind that. You know, the, the season, but you know, but no, that 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 is definitely uh, your rendition is, is powerful, man. Thank you, man. These guys, I'm telling you, they all helped me. They, they really did. It was easy to deliver that vocal that way because I had, like, again, Theo Coakley, uh, Blake Aaron doing the guitar work, yeah. you know, Raul Mesa on bass, and, uh, and me. You know, it was just when you have that kind of power behind you, yeah. that capability, you, you better step up. <laughs> That's right. There you go, man. You're, yeah. laying, you're laying a foundation for you now. Yeah. You <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. Do your part, man. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> so, you know, um, one, one of the things that uh, I set out to do with, with this show, the, the Kino Cafe, was to, uh, to showcase talents, showcase talents and uh, the achievements of myself as well as other artists mm-hmm. who work very hard in this industry. Um, and for a number of years, in a lot of cases, a lot of, a lot of us have worked long and hard to, to get where we are, you know? So, um, I was wondering if you can share with our listeners, uh, and your fans, why it's so important for them uh, to follow their, their passion, right. And never, ever give up on, on their passion and on their dreams. Well, first and foremost, doing that will, will allow you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm-hmm. You follow your passion and, and you, you get behind your dreams and, mm-hmm. and, you know, just work a little towards it every day. And, and as you work toward it, it will start to be revealed to you. You know, if you remain dedicated to it, regardless of what may happen in life, just keep on that path because mm-hmm. at some point you will reach the level that you're supposed to reach to have opportunities given to you. Yeah. Uh, and you can only achieve that by putting in that work. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something I try to tell some of the younger folks that I know, don't expect a whole lot. You need to go out there and make things happen because nothing's mm-hmm. going to be handed to you. That's right. Everyone else before you had to trailblaze and earn their opportunity. So it's not any different now, you know, right. in fact, it's harder now because of the way that the, the whole industry has been changed. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that would be my first thing that I would say. Mm hmm. That, and that's very important, man. Uh, recognize that it, it doesn't happen overnight. You have you know. to put in the work to get the results, you know, and, and no pain, no gain and all that kind of stuff like that. <laughs> you know, that that's important because, you know, in case people think it's going to be easy, you know, no. they, they, they see these people up here who, are, who, who have a mass success and they think that it, it was this came like this with the snap of the finger. No, 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 oh, no. You're good. Uh, so they let you. No, you know, a, a no. serious the daunting amount of work was put into that and, and money yeah you know? and right money resources all kind of stuff went into right. it man and you have to that's what you have to accept that that's going to come with the territory if you're going out there trying to, to do this you know but you can do it you can do it you know, there you, were hundreds of people along the way mm-hmm. you know if i look all the way back to to the very beginning of my professional career even before that before i even had any designs of being professional at this mm-hmm. There were literally hundreds of people. I could I could make a list of all the people that had anything to do with me getting where I am at this point. Um, and there and it's all 
part of, you know, they're part of it. They're part of the journey, yeah. they're part of the success quotient because yeah. without their input, wherever I was at that stage of the game, I wouldn't have gotten to the next level or the next stage or right. the next opportunity. And, you know, whether it's someone in the industry or whether it's someone who just routinely supports by coming out to the shows, yeah. by buying merchandise, by telling other people about it, you know, all of that stuff is, is, is combined in one big ball yeah. that, that basically sums up the secret to a successful thing. And, and it's important for an artist to be mindful of you need to know how to treat people not just mm-hmm. the ones you work with, but the ones who come out and support you. That's you, know, right. you, don't, you don't have to take any guff from anybody because there's always going to be someone who's going to start yeah. something or, or be overly demanding or unrealistic. You know, like this one guy, I'll tell you a quick story. We finished the show and I'm signing autographs and this guy comes by and says, hey man, can I get one of those CDs? I said, yeah, sure, 20 bucks. He said, 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the show. I said, I appreciate that. And, and the other musicians appreciate that. The establishment appreciates that. That's, that helps us to, to keep this going on, you know, with, with the live entertainment. I said, but that right there, yeah. that's culmination of a lot of money invested, a lot of time, a lot of sacrifice. Right. And I have to recoup my investment on that. So exactly. I didn't give those away. That's not part of the ticket price. That's right. Yeah, man. He tried to pull a, uh, what's the movie with Chris Rock? Like, $5. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how much can I get for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then put on a big knot. Got me talking down to the lowest amount. You know, hey, you could have paid the top the price I asked for in the first place, man. But it's crazy, man. Yeah, so do you have any any, any new uh, exciting projects, new ventures, new business ventures, anything else that's uh, taking place? Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, I, I've been involved with a group here in San Diego called Intertalk Media, and okay. they're primarily a talk radio uh, network that does some live entertainment stuff. You know, they sponsor events and, and they, they're behind musicians. Okay. They're also a talk radio network. Well, the CEO of that company and I have been friends for a long time and, uh, and, and he gets me involved in different events that he has from time to time. And on this occasion about, uh, well, I guess it was a couple weeks ago on December 5th, we did a live streamed concert from his studios here in San Diego. Uh, basically, I got my five piece together, which includes me, and um, we did a different Algero celebration. Uh, okay. Songs like "Sophisticated Lady" and Al- Alonzo, and okay, Fane, and you know, did a, a, a seventy-five minute show of that. Well, as a result of that, we produced a DVD of that concert, okay. and we also I'm branding my own brand of uh, organic medium roast coffee now. Uh oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we have that first that, line. That, that's that's a package now. It's it's available. It's, okay. It's just the 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 DVDs in production will be out. Will be shipping on January first or around wow. there. But cool. the coffee's available now, and we're selling it as a package duo. You know. Okay. So I posted that on Facebook with the links and everything. Um, I'll be so checking that out. Check it that, out. I mean, hey, the the music is like. The big thing, but hey, that you know, you know, have a nice, a nice cup of coffee to uh, listen to some nice music too. Oh, good! I, I, I'm sure. I, I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, I'm like this, I had to stop this. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you know it's organic and and the, the the roast is medium, so it's not burnt. Doesn't have that overpowering yeah. burnt taste. Yeah. It's just a really smooth, nice cup of coffee. So cool, I'm, I'm proud to be working with. That's them. awesome, man. Yeah, with them and and getting that out there. So. That's, that's awesome. One of the yeah. main things that are happening now. 
That is awesome, man. I, I'm happy to hear that, man. And, you know, if I haven't said it before, proud of you, brother, everything that you've been you've accomplished, everything that you're doing, that, that's really awesome news to hear, man. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. So I, I, I thank you very much, man, for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with a brother, man. Uh, always a pleasure, man. Uh, talking to you you're on social media, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man, because you, you're making waves, man. And, and, it, and another thing, you never know just who you're inspiring by what you're doing. You know, you may never know. You really don't. Just how really many people you're inspiring. So definitely, man, keep doing what you're doing, my brother. I will, man. You too. I, I know what you're up to. Writing hey. songs for movies and doing film stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's been, it. it's, been, it's been hectic, but it's, it's one of the most... I enjoy it so much, man. I, I, it's like, I love it, man. I can't even, love is not, is not even big enough to express yeah. just how much I enjoy doing it, man. Just all of this thing, that, the music, all of this stuff, man. That's awesome, so, man. Yeah, man. If you need anything from this end, you just let me know. Hey, we're going to be in touch, man. We're going to be in touch because that, that, that's a bet on that for sure. No doubt about it, man. Brother, you enjoy the rest of your day, man. All and right. God bless you, you man, and your family, man. Have a wonderful holiday. You too. Thank you so man. much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You too, man. All right, brother. Bless. <laughs> hey, so what do you think about that, huh? Great interview with Daryl Walker, huh? How about that? Great interview. I enjoyed that so much. We had a lot of fun and a lot of very important information, as I said, was shared that uh, what I call news you can use, right? Very important stuff, man, that will benefit everybody, right? Not just people in the industry, but people in life with life in general, just great advice. And it was just nice to see the, his passion displayed in that interview. I mean, his, his, his deep grounded love for his fans and all the support he gets, you can just feel it and you can just tell it and sense it in him during uh, the interview with him. So I, I greatly enjoyed that. Um, I didn't mention it before, but uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, right? The video uh, is, a lot clearer than on uh, some previous episodes. Well, that's because we are in the process of doing some major uh, upgrades to our equipment uh, so that we can improve the quality of our show and, and offer you the best viewing and listening experience uh, possible, right? So we're, we've been investing in new equipment uh, and uh, we're going to be offering some things that's going to be uh, meant to just make uh, you guys tuning into this show all the more enjoyable. One of which is we're going to start offering some Keynote Cafe and related merchandise for sale uh, for you guys to, to have, to enjoy yourselves and to, you know, hey, you'll be representing the show as well, huh? That you are a loyal listener, right? We're going to also uh, be having some contests in the near future. Uh, and also, if you go to www thekeynotecafe.com, you can also take advantage of the cafe membership perks, which will give you some additional benefits uh, associated with being a member. Uh, there are like six plans, and uh, you go ahead and choose the one that you think best fits your desire and what you're looking for. Uh, there are a lot of good benefits that can come out of it that you're probably not going to find anywhere else, right, and, and offered by anyone else. So I greatly encourage you to go to the website and pick out your membership plan. Um, uh, great stuff in store for you in the future. Next week, we're going to have another great guest. And we're going to be discussing some things, uh, business-related stuff that's designed to help kick off the new year uh, for you guys who are uh, um, have new businesses or 
established businesses that, and you want to look at ways of uh, making it grow and um, have more of that chance of success, you know, tune in next week for that because we're going to be talking about that. Um, what else do I have to say? Uh, we are on social media. We are on YouTube, of course, to make that known. You can all you can go to the uh, the Keynote Cafe's YouTube site to watch episodes of the show. In case you did not know that, uh, you can also listen to the show on your favorite podcasting platform, you know, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or what have you, Apple Podcasts, or what have you. Uh, and then also we are on social media, as I said, uh, Instagram um, at the Keynote Cafe. You might you may have to type in the underscore keynote underscore cafe or you may be able to just type it in right out and it should bring up that wonderful emblem that you see behind me on that site you can go on there and get more information about uh some artists you may not have known about uh you may learn some things about what those artists contributed to the industry that um you guys are hearing and, and seeing today that you may not have known came from that artist um birthday shout outs bio information uh, and you can also keep up on upcoming guests of the show. Um, we are also on Facebook at the Keynote Cafe. Uh, that same type of information will be available on, on our, our Facebook page. And I encourage all my fans, everybody watching, please tell everyone that you know about the Keynote Cafe. Tell them about this wonderful show you just uh, stumbled upon and, and that you advise them to check it out as well. Because especially beginning in the next year, we're going to be interviewing an increasing amount, an increasing amount of very well-known celebrity guests, right? That I'm sure a lot of your friends uh, may be one of their favorites, right? So they may want to be able to tune in and, and cast these interviews as well, because uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so thank all my fans. I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tuning in every week and sharing your time with me. Uh, I love having you. I look forward to doing more things uh, to, to interact with you guys. I'm going to be doing some live announcements on Facebook in the very, very, very near future. So keep your ears and your eyes open for that. Um, that's coming up very soon. Um, but thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. And I can't wait to see you guys next week so we can uh, you know, kick it around some more and interview another very great guest and learn some things that we may not have known before, huh? And have fun and hear some great, wonderful music. So we're going to close out. We're going to close out with uh, Yamo Be There, uh, uh, Daryl Walker's version of Yamo Be There. And after that, hey, I'm going to be sitting, waiting until next week so I can spend time with you guys again. Okay? Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your holiday. God bless you. Bye-bye.
Just run from the darkness Looking for the light 